This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Final couple minutes of JJ After Dark and for the old overnight crew, myself, Mr. Maestro Harris Allen, our good buddy Mike Fliegelman, it was a winning week. Paul Rosenberg, we got to get off the schneid. Pete Hoffman. Pete, I believe you were 500 last week, correct? Yeah, I was one for one. That's I hit right. That, uh, you I hit, hit on the, uh, the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. game. You could thank uh, Cliff Kingsbury for not kicking the extra point. And your Giants actually betrayed you, to be honest with you. Jerks. I know. Well, listen, that's one of those like conflicts of interest. Because Pete's a Giant guy. You picked against him. It's like you're happy your team won, but you want to be right. So, you know, it's always dicey, dicey territory. It's why we try to avoid picking against the Dolphins unless we have to. So it was 3-2 and two last week. Three games under for the year. You know we want to get over that 500 mark. That's the goal year after year after year. And it's the weekend before Thanksgiving. So without further ado, the world-famous JJ After Dark on Locks of the Week. And here we go. I want winners. I want people that want to win. There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? Win. Win. What are we waiting for? Take this! Let's get it. Three and two last week for yours truly. On the year at 23, 26, and one. And I guarantee you, I have two games I'm debating between. I'm going to get that wrong. So I'm going to go, oh my God. Game one, and this is not the game we're talking about. We're going to save that one for last. Game one, I like the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles plus the three against the Cleveland Browns. Here's what I know about Cleveland. They have struggled mightily from an offensive standpoint. They failed to cover in each of their past four games, and they're 0-5 against the number in their five games November or later. I don't like what I've seen from Cleveland offensively. I think Philly is in a desperate spot. I think you're going to see that here in this game. Now or never, you might be letting the Giants back into this thing here in the NFC East. 
And I just get the sense, no Miles Garrett, Philadelphia with Doug Peterson, when you put their backs up against the wall, they normally show up and they show up in a big way. I'm going to take them plus three. I actually think they're going to win this game outright. Give me the Eagles in game number one. Game two, this game to me, the line and the movement of this line tells the story. Green Bay opened as a two-and-a-half-point favorite at Indianapolis. The line is now flipped, and Indianapolis is laying a point-and-a-half, and that's with 60% of the tickets coming in on Green Bay. Something smells fishy there. Why do I like this game? A couple of reasons. Number one, Indianapolis' defense is playing great. Not good. Great. Two, they're 5-1 against the spread in their past six games as a favorite. And Frank Reich... Having a little bit of success against Matt LaFleur. I like that too. I just get the sense Indianapolis wants to, you know, assert themselves in that hierarchy within the AFC. And this is not a must game for Green Bay with where they currently stand in the NFC North. I think it's a big effort from the Colts. I'm taking them laying the point and a half in game number two. Game three. Let's go to Sunday Night Football. And I know you hear the Raiders theme right now. And normally when I hear this music, it fires me up. And it makes me want to pick the Oakland or the Vegas Raiders. I can't do that here. Because to me, everything about this game screams Kansas City. The Raider defense being in protocols. The Raiders beating the Chiefs the first time around when they were a 10.5 point underdog. Largest upset this season. In the past 20 years, teams that pull off double-digit upsets are 5-9 against the number in the second regular season meeting. That just reeks Kansas City. What do I like more? Andy Reid, 14-7 in his career against the spread. Coming off a bye. I think this is a big revenge game. I think this is a big bounce-back game. Considering Raiders Chiefs first time around, I lay the big number here. It's nine, but I think the Chiefs win and they win by two scores. Game four, Monday Night Football, we go, and I love the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is actually the third straight week I've taken the Bucs. I lost taking the Bucs when they played New Orleans. The Bucs were good to me last week against. The Carolina Panthers. And I think the Rams are one of those teams. They zig and zag very, very often. The fact that you have the Rams going back to the East Coast. The fact that you have Jared Goff going up against that elite Tampa defense. I think it's problematic. Now, I'm in a situation where I got to lay four points. Could end up being a tight game. I think it's seven to ten. I think this game is like a 24-17, 27-17 type of game. And I'm going to take the better team here. I'm going to take the more complete team here. I'm obviously taking a better quarterback here. It's Brady over Goff. It's the Bucks over the Rams. I'm laying the four points. Now, final game. I was on the fence between two. Do you want me to tell you what those games are? Of course. The Atlanta Falcons and my beloved Miami Dolphins. And everything points me in a Dolphin direction. Everything. Which is why I'm going to stay away from this game. 
because I wanted to include them last week. I didn't do it. I didn't have the heart. I am going to go with a team that probably I should never, ever trust. But I keep getting flashbacks to last year with Atlanta and New Orleans. And I got knocked out of that dopey knockout pool thanks to the Atlanta Falcons. I think New Orleans is due for a clunker here. I don't like this move going to Taysom Hill at quarterback. And the Atlanta Falcons have played well. They've played really, really well since they've made the coaching change. Since the coaching change has happened, Atlanta's been a cover machine. And on the road, they've been pretty damn good. 7-1 against the number. 6-2 straight up. I'm getting three and a half points here. I'm running with it. I'll be rooting like crazy for my Miami Dolphins. But I'm using my better judgment here. I thought about including them. I'm not going to let my heart tell me the story here. I'm going with Atlanta. And I'm taking Atlanta not at four. I'm taking Atlanta at three and a half. So we welcome in Mike Fliegelman, who had another winning week. Three and two Fleegs. I'm not letting my heart tell the story here. I hope it's the right decision. We're going to have to wait and see. So what do you got for us here in week 11? Well, I hope so, too, because I got to start out. I was debating between three games for the final. And, yeah, I'm going with the Falcons plus three and a half for game one for me, too. Mostly because I don't trust Taysom Hill. I don't think he's a starting NFL quarterback of that caliber. You mentioned everything about the Falcons, how they've been covering since the coaching change. Last year, I was with you in a a different knockout pool. I got burned when they beat the Saints in Week 10. I just think the Falcons are going to keep this game very close. Maybe even win it outright because, again, I do not think maybe I shouldn't go against Sean Payton this strongly. I haven't seen anything from Taysom Hill to make me think he's a starting NFL QB. I would have stuck with Jameis Winston. Game number two, uh, one of the other two I'm with you on, uh, the Chiefs minus the nine. Everything with the Raiders and the COVID protocols, the fact that it's a bounce-back revenge game for the Chiefs, and everything we've known from Andy Reid coming off of by the last 20 years. I wish the number was a little smaller, but I'm going to roll with the best offense in the league and take the Chiefs minus nine. Game number three, another one I'm with you on, the Bucks minus four. I keep picking against the Rams, and I really like this Rams team, but just so happens that a couple weeks I'm drawn to the lines of their opponents. The Bucks are at home. The Rams have looked okay coming east for some games against Philly, against Washington. Not so great against Buffalo and awful against your Dolphins. I'm going to take the Bucks here. I think this could be a 10 to 14 point game. And maybe this is the game where Jared Goff makes a couple of mistakes and those turnovers lead to points against Tampa. Uh, game number four, I'm taking the Patriots minus two against the Texans. After their huge win against Baltimore on Sunday, of course, I had the Ravens in that game. Now the Patriots still have their playoff hopes alive. I think Bill Belichick and his team are going to get the job done against a bad, bad Houston Texans team, and they're only laying two points, so I'm going to take them. And game number five, another team I was debating between two covering machines that I haven't taken this year. Your Dolphins, and then the team I'm going with, that's the Cincinnati Bengals. So basically what you're telling me right now, Fleegs, you're not including the Dolphins. I'm not including the Dolphins. The Dolphins are given out of cover this week. That's what you're telling me. And if you remember in the text last night where Harris gave us his pick, his sixth game that he bumped out at the last minute was the Dolphins. So, yeah, if you're listening to this, because we all left them out, definitely hammer the Dolphins minus three and a half. Uh, For game number five for me, though, I'm going rolling with Joe Burrow and the Bengals. I'm not too concerned for their struggles against the Steelers last week. They've looked really good, or at least okay, and covered against teams that aren't the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Washington football team is not in the same class as those two teams. So I'll take the Bengals plus one and a half, and I'm probably going to throw something on them on the money line. Well, Fleegs, we're riding together on three of these. 
Good stuff, amigo. We will chat next week, okay? Let's get another winning week. I like the sound of that. Paul Rosenberg, you need a winning week. How are you, good sir? Let's rock and roll. Let's rock and roll, boys. I am with you guys on one game each. JJ, I'm with you on the Eagles plus the three. I think the um, the Browns are not that good. Only team in the NFL to have a winning record despite a negative point differential. That's 28 and a big bounce back game for them. So I like the Eagles plus the three. I also am with Mike with the Bengals plus the one and a half. Not concerned about last week at all. The Washington football team just isn't good, as Mike said. And I'm going to trust Joey Covers. It's game two. Game three, I don't want to do this. But Dallas is just so, so bad that I'm trusting the Vikings minus the seven. I, I, it's just a, and maybe it was last Monday night, Cousins and Cook and Justin Jefferson, and they all looked really good. But Dallas's defense is so, so bad that I just can't see a path for uh, Dallas to win. So I like the Vikings minus the seven. Of course, two props. The uh, first prop is going to be Jake Luton under 22 under 226 and a half passing yards. You can get that minus 110, minus 115. Outside of his first 73-yard touchdown pass to DJ Chark, he has thrown for 400 yards on 72 passes in two games, five and a half yards per pass attempt. That ranks him in the bottom of the league next to who? Mr. Sam Darnold. Steelers are number three DVOA passing defense, so I like under 226. And the other prop, Deshaun Watson over 280 and a half passing yards. I just missed my Deshaun Watson prop, I believe it was two weeks ago, by two yards. I'm rolling with them again. Gilmore questionable. I liked, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Maybe Texans coming from behind. I like them throwing the ball a lot. So Luton under 226 and a half. Deshaun Watson over 280 and a half. Vikings minus seven. Eagles plus three. Bengals plus one and a half. Good stuff, Paul Rosenberg. Peter Hoffman, one and one last week, and you can't pick against your New York Giants. So, I mean, I would do that every week. If you guarantee <laughs> me the Dolphins were going to win and cover, but the floor is yours. What do you got? Uh, well, I'm going to agree with everybody here. Bucks definitely with the minus four, definitely taking them. I think it's going to be a blowout. I feel it could be a close game with that Rams team, but you just never know. And I think, again, the fact that they're traveling East Coast, I think Bucks is going to have, they're going to have an easy day. I'm going with two other games that are just high points. Uh, one, when it comes down to the Jets, they're terrible. They're going to lose by 10 no matter what. So I'm going to take the minus 9.5 with the Chargers. Easy game. There's no The, the Jets are not going to show up in most games. They're not showing up on the West Coast. It's just not happening. So that's an easy Chargers 9.5. And then this is going to shock you. And that's fine. You could tell me as much as you want, Paul Rosenberg, about Luton's uh, poor passing totals. That means it's going to rely heavily heavily on James Robinson. And he's going to have a decent enough day to keep the Jaguars close enough to get me that plus 12 and a half. That's why I'm going to take it. It's a risky pick. They're not winning the game, but they're going to they're gonna make it uh, semi-close to, to lose by less than 10 and a half. Let's see if it's going to be a 2-0 week for you, Mr. Hoffman. And for our leader in the clubhouse, the great retired Harris Allen. He's got the Patriots laying two. The Titans plus five and a half. The Jets plus nine and a half. He is heads up with me on Green Bay. And he is rolling with me in Fleegs on the Kansas City Chiefs. So there you have it. That is the week 11 edition of the Unlocks of the Week. I, I, I can't believe we are 11 weeks into this NFL season. I just hope we find a way to get through. And that's the show. 
Terrific, terrific job by everybody involved. I want to thank my guys on the other side. Hoff, Rosie, great job out of them. Calls, terrific. Four hours loaded across the board. Can't thank you enough. And our guests, Football Friday guests are always terrific. Brian Boldinger, Jason Katz, Jared Smith. On the Odds On Show, we had Brandon Lang. We want to thank him too. And I hope everybody has a very enjoyable and a very safe weekend. You got Bob Usler coming up at 11 o'clock with the top of the hour update. And then it'll be the schmooze. Stevie Summers for the next couple hours. Enjoy all the football. Enjoy this weekend before Thanksgiving. We will chat Monday at 7 o'clock. JJ out. Be good, everybody. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.